Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to The Come Up. I'm your host, Nell, with your co-host, Lachelle, and today we have an interview. We're going to help you take it to the top of your game by giving you an interview with a coach. His name is Devlin Bell, and Devlin's going to talk about getting maximum uh, effort from his athletes. And for some of you business owners, you can relate that to getting maximum effort from your employees. So this is a good one. Let's get started. I'm absolutely wonderful. How are you? Great, great, great. Good, Devlin. Good, uh, good to talk with you. Good to talk with you. So welcome to our show. Um, first, we just want to briefly give you some time to just tell us a little bit about you. I know I went to high school with you, and I've been knowing you for over 29 years. Yeah, so give us some background on your coaching and your teaching. We know you do both. Uh, talk a little bit about uh your coaching first, and then a little bit about your teaching. My coaching. Well, a little bit about my coaching. Well, um, I was assistant coach for Coach Roberts. Hmm? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was assistant coach for Coach Roberts back in 2000, 2001, and two. We were both state champions. Um, wow. All right. Um, also, my daughter, she was a state champion. And Miss Basketball for Michigan State. Wow. Um, my, my son was a state champion in um track and field. Okay. Um All right. also I coach back-to-back champions for um Kettering High School girls female tennis. Wow. Uh, uh, myself, I was an all-American at Oakland Community College. Um, and also I've been a coach and athletic director for years. Wow. So well that's that's um... I got a wonderful resume. That's some resume. That's some background. So, wow, you've uh, now you, you mentioned tennis, and did I hear basketball? Mm-hmm. Yeah, track and field. field. Yeah, you've uh, in a number of different areas. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So let me let me start off. And it looks like you've been doing this for over, or at least what twenty years? Third, probably thirty. <laughs> You're dating yourself, I swear. I, I know. I know. But I look good for my age. <laughs> All right. So, so Devlin, give us a little background on what you do as far as coaching. I know you coach a lot of young people. So just give us a little background as far as how you use coaching to help develop these young people. Well, first thing you have to understand is the mindset. So basically, before I even touch a field, touch a basketball, touch a floor, I have to work with their minds because everyone is motivated differently. Okay. So So, you say say work on their minds. Are you trying to program them for success or what do you talk? I am program them for for success, program them not to quit, Mm -hmm. program them not to be negative. Oh, nice. You know, all those type of programs have to be installed because once you bring in negativity to anything, it destroys everything. Right. Right. That's important. That's important. Extremely important. Now, are there certain books or are these just messages? Do you, do you sort of assign them books to read? What do you, how do you do this? What goes basically, to the program? Basically, you know, I guess I could write a book, but um, just from <laughs> trial and error, from things I've been doing that worked and things that don't work. Uh-huh. But every kid is different. So you have to try different things with different kids okay. because each kid is motiv- motivated differently. Very good. Very good. And I, I, th- I thought about that. And so 
how do you how do you get max performance from each kid knowing that each kid uh you know their maximum is going to be different right because they have different skill sets they they're made differently so how Absolutely. do you get or how do you get max performance from each kid well basically what i have to do is you have to build a rapport with the child mm-hmm. once you build a relationship there are things that you can say to them that you couldn't say to them if you wasn't if you didn't have that relationship if you didn't have that rapport okay, so very good so I'm allowed to push them a little more than I would if I didn't build that relationship because mentally they break down and they quit or they won't listen to me. Right. So is that how you develop like giving constructive criticism to a young person because you're building that relationship with them and now you're able to tell them what they're doing wrong and also tell them at the same time how they can correct it. Exactly. Exactly. But before I use any kind of criticism at all, I have to build a relationship with that child. Okay. Because right. they take any criticism that I take, they'll be negative to them. And mentally, they'll break down, and then I lose my athlete. Okay. Okay. So let me tie this into, you know, most of our audience, most of what we talk about, most of what we do is providing information on how to be a better business person. Right? Okay. So- a lot of our audience, these are business people or these are aspiring business people. So how would you tie that in or could you tie that in? How do you see that being kind of relevant to uh, future leaders or leaders or people who are running businesses in terms of working with their staff, working with the people that are a part of their organizations? You know, one thing I can say is I used to own my own business. It's called Excalibur Security. And the mm-hmm. one thing that I will always hire before anyone is a football player. Okay. The reason why, why the reason why we hire football players is because those guys work together and they understand what it takes to be successful as a team. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's it's ingrained in their bones and it's practiced over and over again. They realize that every individual has to do a part to be successful. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 So these, so I think what I hear you saying is they have a respect for um, not just working as a team, but they respect other people's talents. Right? Absolutely, so they know that they're not always going to be sh- the one shining. Exactly. Right? So somebody may have a, a, a more experience or just more talented in a certain area, and so they they're willing to fall back and let that other person take the lead. Exactly. Everyone has to do their part. One person has yeah. to block. Somebody may have to to tackle but everybody have to do their part to be successful Uh Uh and that and that spills right into the job force so and one of the reasons why i think you know we were talking about just talk we were talking about talking uh, to coaches because one of the things that we wanted to do was we we see that coaches are a lot like uh I mean, when you're talking to your athletes, what I'm trying to say is you guys are, it's, it's kind of like business leaders talking to their employees. There are a lot of similarities, a lot of similarities. And we, we, what we see you guys getting out, getting it, getting from your athletes, we see, you know, business people can get from employees. Absolutely. So I have a question, um, if you can answer, D. Um, sure. What are some skills in coaching we as parents need to know or t- learn at home so we can have our kids prepare for the real world. 
is we can use the same skills at home as well as using it in the working force. I mean, what are some things that you would suggest that a parent can train their kids at home or coach their kids at home, and then they could use that in the real world? That's a real good question. You know, one thing that you have to do is find something they like, something they enjoy. Um, once you find something they like, something they enjoy, that's something that they'll want to do. So that's that's mm -hmm. the first thing. Um, second is you want to take away that negative criticism because remember what I said before, you have to work with the kid's mind. Mm -hmm. So okay. it, so if you're working with their mind and they don't want to do something or you bring it, for example, I can go back to sports terms. For example, I know a lot of people who are coaches and they mm -hmm. ruin athletes. How did they ruin athletes? They put too much pressure on them. They put their life into that child. Mm -hmm. So what happened was the kid later on, he ran away from the sport. He didn't like the sport. Why? It wasn't mm -hmm. because he didn't like the players, because somebody put too much pressure on them. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's funny you mentioned that. It's really funny you mentioned that because I always, you know, I, I do some running. I, I was a former athlete myself. And one of the things in the middle of whatever I'm doing, I would always tell myself that it's okay to not be able to do what I'm really trying to do. Okay. Right. And, and in that, it would sort of take the pressure off of me. And I would, I, and I would invariably do it, but it sort of made the act of doing it easier. Okay. Right. Because I'm not filled with this anxiety while I'm trying to do it of having to be successful. Right. And so you kind of take the, pre you kind of take the pressure off. Let's see what a lot of, th but a lot of things will happen is parents put a lot of pressure on their child. You know, for yeah. example, I spent all this money on these shoes. You're going to go out to practice or something like that. Or win, win, win is everything. And they take the fun away from it. Yeah, that is true. Take and, the fun away. From and so what happens is the parents take the fun away from it. So now they don't want to do it. So now they rebel and they quit. It's the same thing in the job field. If I have a yeah. if I have an employee and I make mm -hmm. him feel good and I give him decent wages, he's not mm -hmm. going to steal from me. He's not going to come late. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to respect his job and he's going to uplift the, the, the company. That's true. Mm -hmm. But if I go there and talk bad to him or her or make them feel like they're, I don't want to use cuss words. Can I use cuss words? Shit. Okay. <laughs> you know, you if I make them feel like shit, you know, then guess yeah. what? They're not going to want to come to work. They go half-ass do their jobs. Um, right. we'll mess around and have to, you know, fire them or replace them or something. You're not going to get right. the most of them. But if I make them feel <laughs> good and make them feel respected, they're going to do extra. They'll do more than what they normally do. Because why? Because they'll want to. And it's the same thing in sports. If I make them feel good, they'll do more than anything. But if I make them feel like shit, they're going to quit. They're not going to show up or they're not going to be valuable on the team at all. Right, right. And I think in the business world, we see lots of people going through employee after employee after employee, and they never look in the mirror and analyze what they're doing. They always, they're constantly blaming the people that they're hiring and going True. through and never really looking to see what they could have done differently. So is there a way that you are able to pick your people that like your team, um, do you know like what kids will really fit your team? It's just like you're hiring for a job and you know what employee fits your culture. 
So do you, when you're picking for your team or, you know, as a coach, do you know which student that, you know, will go with your team, like structure with your team? That's another good question. But, you know, there's a thing that's called tryout. So, but it depends <laughs> on how many people show up. <laughs> but then again, mm -hmm. you have to work with what you have and you have to uplift and build and create what you have. And see, that's the different things for different coaches. You know, we all can't get the best person, but we can create by, you know, uplifting them, teaching them, and encouraging them. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. true. That's true. So what are some strategies that you use to encourage your, your, your players, your athletes? One thing, I, I will go ape. I will go ham, mm -hmm. turkey, or however these new terminologies, if anybody be <laughs> negative at all. I do not take negativity at all because that's very crucial. Now, do you mean your other athletes? Absolutely. No, no other athlete on my team, no coach, no parent is negative mm -hmm. at all. If they are, they are dismissed. They cannot come to practice. They can't be there at all because that's something I do not tolerate because negativity destroys. Okay. Okay. All right. So you get all the negative, you get all the negative people out. And then, Absolutely. Okay. All right. And then like, let, let me, let me ask you this. So Go ahead. I heard, uh, I don't know if you've ever followed a guy. You probably heard of him. His name's Goggins. It sounds familiar, but no, I probably haven't followed him. Right. Well, this is a guy who's run marathons, done a lot of stuff. He was at one point really, really fat and, you know, in the military, special forces and all this stuff. But I heard him give a talk and he talked about like how everybody's kind of got like a governor. Right. And, and he described the governor, kind of like a governor on a car where he described it as, you know, where a car is normally able to go, let's say, 120, 120 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. But the governor will usually kind of kind of the car starts to kind of go a little you know it, it's kind of shaken at about 95 100 right okay so it's not it's kind of like a warning where you're not supposed to go that 120 kind of stops you and he compared that to yourself as an athlete or yourself as you know a business person there's there's a point where you kind of you get to that governor point, right? Mm -hmm. Your potential, but you don't. Most people never really get there because that they, they reach that one point where they start to back off. Okay. Right. How do you get people over that point? Right. Right. So you get you you get the athlete who you know they're 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 trying they're putting off some putting forth some effort. <laughs> but how do you get beyond that point? Even? You know what. You, that's that's another great question. But the thing is, when you build your rapport with your child, you know what he can take and what he can't take. You know, when he's about mm -hmm. to quit or if he's the type of person that's not going to quit. Um, yeah. I have some people that I can run them or we can practice and they were like, man, bump this stuff. And I got some other people who'd be like, I, we're not leaving until I win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we're a coach. We can go some more because I'm going to make this shot. You know, we're, we're going to do it. And other people looking like I'm ready to quit. So you mm -hmm. have your different variations. So you have to take those ones who wants it more mm -hmm. and make it mm -hmm. like a fire, like a cancer to the other people. So basically what I do is I try to challenge them and make it fun. The same thing I do in the classroom. 
Kids mm-hmm. learn more from playing games than anything else. It's called sneak mm-hmm. teaching. And if mm-hmm. anybody don't hear anything, that's a whole different thing. Sneak teaching, coaching, it's the same thing. For example, write that down. I think <laughs> sneak teaching. Sneak, <laughs> right. sneak teaching. Like For example, this is what I did with my daughter and my son. And also I did with uh-huh. some of the kids, right? Mm-hmm. So when they were younger, you know, as far as playing basketball, because like I said, I used to be very good in basketball, I played overseas, Division One, All-American, all that good stuff. So, oh, wow. okay. so basically what I did was I wanted to give them my skills, almost like if any other culture, like if a, um, in some cultures, it's a, if a parent is a plumber, more than likely the son is a plumber. If the mom's mm-hmm. a seamstress, more than likely it's a seamstress. In our community, we don't do that. I hate to say it, black community, they don't do that. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I did what I did, you do your own thing. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't trickle down. So basically mm-hmm. what I did was I wanted to give my kids the skills. So basically what I wanted to do was I didn't want to add too much pressure, but I wanted to make it fun. So what I did mm-hmm. was when they were younger, we used to always go to a place called Joe Dumars Field House or we used to go play basketball at a park or something. And I would mm-hmm. tell them, say, hey, guys, you got 20 free throws. If you make 12, I take you to McDonald's and you get what you want. But if you don't make 12, you got to eat from this paper bag at McDonald's. <laughs> so what happened was, guess what? After they miss it, they eat their paper bag at McDonald's and they not eat McDonald's. What do you think they're going to do? They're practicing, right? Because they won't make McDonald's. Right. But they don't realize that I'm training them for basketball and they have no clue. So then later on, yeah. when they get older, I put like $30 in singles out on the bench, right? I said, mm-hmm. this is your money. But every time you miss one, I'm taking away $3. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. start missing. Guess what? I'm taking money back. They're like, oh heck no. So what do you th- mm. what do you think they're doing the next time before we do this again? They're practicing, right. they're getting better. Mm-hmm. And then more mm-hmm. than anything that happens is peer pressure. Once people realize that you're good, they're gonna uplift you and then you're gonna be a better, then you're gonna get better, you know, along. But that's something that's something totally different. But that's what I do as far as motivation. I try to make something mm-hmm. that I want them to do that they don't realize that I want them to do. But they want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and see, that's I love, sneak I love teaching that, and sneak coaching. I love that. Right. I love that term, sneak teaching. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna <laughs> mention that. I love that term. That's great. That's great. Well, are there any other uh, sneak tips? or? <laughs> <laughs> it all depends that. on the child. It all depends on what they want. You know, it's like, you know, I, I taught and did so many different things. The thing called ABA therapy. You know, mm-hmm. and it's all about what you want, you know, so you figure out what they want and then they work for it. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like, for example, you want a job, you want one hundred thousand dollars. So guess what? You're going to work for it. You're going to get what you need to get there, to get what you, you know, to get that job or get that position. You know, mm-hmm. so it's about what do you want? But then, like I said, it all goes back to knowing that child. You have to build that rapport with that child to be able to uplift them because you got different learners. You got kinesthetic, visual, audio learners, right? Yeah. So everybody learns differently. So everyone is motivated differently. Some people want encouragement, verbal encouragement. You are great. You're awesome. Somebody want a trophy. I want the trophy. And some people want to be Mm -hmm. recognized. Hey, I'm one of the best. So Mm -hmm. you have to find out what they want so that you can get them. You know, just like people at jobs. They want recognition. They want titles, right? I'm the manager. It's true. <laughs> I'm the manager. So, you so know, it, it, it's it, it sounds like it all starts with the relationship, which starts with some, spending some time. You got to invest some time with your people. Absolutely, right? you have to. Got it. 
got to invest some time. And so it goes both start, ways. You got to give them that time. Got to got to know who they are. So that's good. That's very good. Well, do you have anything else you would like to share with us? Um, you know, we thank you for at you know joining us on our podcast. Coach, you're very motivational. You're very too. yep. You are so. Is there anything else you want to give any tips before we leave? Uh, hey, can I share one of my poems? Yes, you sure can. If you <laughs> got a point. Your poem, you're, you're a poet too. Dude, huh? a poet, man. You have to do everything when you're a teacher, man. You got to be creative. <laughs> you have to be. Really you have good. to be creative. Go ahead. But um, this We're is ready for this it. is this is one that um, you know, a poem that I used to use when I was really down and stuff, and I call it rage. All right. Okay. Don't get scared, listeners. Don't get scared. I'm, it's just something I'm just reminiscing. I said, I'm in a rage. You know why? I'm trapped in a shelter cage. I'll call myself a man, but really my boy. Do what everyone else wants me to do except for my toy. But I came to a point in my life that I must do what I want to do and don't everything twice. I'm going to take my life more serious since I've seen I'm going to do things next week or even tomorrow because that's why I came to this point of rage because of deep, 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 deep down sorrow. If you listen to my eyes before, you may see the boy with his head down is very weak. But if you look into my eyes now, I see a strong young man who can stand on his own two feet. You may think I'm crazy, but really, I'm not crazy at all. I just think it's about time that I put my life on the ball. I'm talented. I'm creative. I'm somewhere I'm just out of hearing the same old song. I want to hear a new beat. Thank you, Southern for less. Now it's time to put my thoughts into action and put them to the test. Your door is open now. It's time for me to step out my cage, for that's the only way to get rid of my rage. Thank you, guys. Wow. We, that is amazing. Hey, Thank Coach, you. Before we let you go, let me ask you this. That's that's amazing. But, Coach, where did that come from? Did that Was that something you created as a young man just getting started, or is that something you created It was. You know, as a coach, as a teacher, to kind of connect with the students. You know, that, that right there came from, from um, basically just developing in life. You know, it's just that I, I can do more. And one time when, I mean, if you want to hear the story, you know, what happened was, it, it's, it's, it's short. Yeah. So basically, I had went to, you know, high school, went to college, um, had hoop dreams of being an NBA basketball player. Um, I had just received my associate's mm -hmm. degree, and then I had came back home. And I was trying to find a job. Well, I couldn't find a job, so I went back to my old job at a at a um oh at a supermarket. So as before, mm -hmm. I was a produce worker, but then the only job they had available when I came back, it was what I had to do. Oh, it was a night stalker. So I was just stocking groceries at night. Mm -hmm. I was getting paid fifty cent more an hour. So I just went to myself like, mm -hmm. dude, I did not go to school for this. So in the middle of the job at nighttime. I started screaming, basically, let me out. I quit. <laughs> and then, I mean, it's mm -hmm. in the middle of the night because I didn't have time to do anything because they just kept me at, at the job all the time. I, I didn't have a chance to look for another job. So then I went home, and I was living home with my mom. And my mom was like, what's wrong with you, boy? I was like, nothing. I just quit my job. What? So I couldn't go play basketball <laughs> doing any running or anything, so I just got a pencil and paper and just put it together. And that's oh, how race okay. started. So that did come from, right. So you were a young man. That did come, that that, that came from a place of being yes. young and frustrated. 
I need to write something now because I'm old and frustrated. It's called marriage. But anyway, that's something different. That's something totally different. I'm in a marriage. Oh, my God. Ah, kids. Ah. Okay. That's something totally different. We talk right. about that. Coronavirus. Kids not in school. Ah. Ah. <laughs> that's connecting with young people especially so we're we are really appreciative that you gave us some time and i think this uh, is really inspirational to a lot of our younger listeners and older listeners hey, okay. anytime anytime well, thank you all right, all right thank you we want to take this time to say thanks again to d bell for joining us on the come up where we help you take it to the top of your game. Please subscribe to our channel on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Overcast, and Anchor. Also, please feel free to email us at topofyourgame06 at gmail.com. That email address again is topofyourgame06 at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us.